Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad. I have with me again, Father Christian Humor. Father Christian, welcome back to the podcast. Great to be back, Father Conrad. And today we're going to talk about something that's actually quite near and dear to my heart, which is the intellectual life. Uh, one might say it's near and dear to my heart because I'm a nerd. You're a nerd as well. Thank you. I'll take um, that as yeah, a compliment. Yeah, please do. Uh, well, actually, so it's a funny story. So I was, there was a, uh, I had a couple priests when I was at my first parish. I had a couple priests over um, for dinner and um uh, they were both student priests who were studying at CUA, and so we had them over, and it was the pastor, myself, and these two student priests. And the two student priests were really nerdy, too. And I was like, we were having this great conversation. We're going back and forth. And then the pastor, who is not a nerd at all, um, said, I'm a nerd, too. And we're like, no, you are definitely not a nerd. You're way too cool. Uh, so anyway, that, that just came into my mind. Not that there has to be the trade-off. But. No, exactly. I, although I have the... Ner- cool nerds are, are few and far between, but like, you know, whatever. Um, anyway, we're talking about the intellectual life. We're talking about how to think or, or, or the, the processes of thinking. And, and along with that, this question of really considering who do I want to think like? Mm-hmm. Who is going to be my great teacher or who perhaps may- maybe there's a, a couple or a few in particular who are going to shape my thought? And it's a question that perhaps we don't often consider explicitly, but it's a very real thing that happens in our lives. Well, let me push back a little bit on the question, which is a lot of people would think, well, I just think like myself, right? You know, I'm a unique person. I have my unique experience. No one else has my experience. Um, No one else feels my emotions or my certain content. I'm just me. Why should I think like someone else? And it would seem like in our culture, following someone else down a path of thought or, or way of thinking would seem to be maybe, you know, not 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 how we want to live, not how we understand our, our lives. How would you respond to that? First, that there does seem to be something true in that, in that every single person is a unique individual, mm-hmm. totally unprecedented and totally unrepeatable. So there will never be another Father Conrad Murphy. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nor nor another uh, Father Christian Hubner, nor anyone who's listening yeah. to, to this podcast. And so there is, for each of us, something utterly unique that each of us has mm-hmm. to contribute in whatever our, our station and place and, and vocation mm-hmm. in, in life is. And that's true for, for intellectuals, for thinkers as, as well. That said, our way of contributing to that always seems to come through first receiving a tradition and incorporating that into our own humanity, created by God uniquely, mm-hmm. true, individually, uniquely, and then passing along that tradition in some way. And maybe the strongest argument for this is just simply the tradition of being a human being, mm-hmm. our very human nature, which we did not create for ourselves. We received uh, from our parents, and in different ways, spiritual and, and in some cases biological, uh, can be passed on to, to others as well. But that basic stepping into the human tradition is something that we receive, and then we live out and fashion in different ways according to our uniqueness, but but it's first received. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a, it's a key point because— I think in our early education, you know, sometimes we see education in terms of just filling up our minds with facts and data and things like that. But really the most important thing we can learn, especially when we're younger, is how to think. And there is a method to it. And if you think you're doing something unique and unrepeatable, 
usually you're you're just following some path and you just don't realize that you're you're going along Something with the crowd. Something that someone else has yeah. done before and probably much better than I've yeah. actually done it. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So 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 say a little bit more then about okay, how do I d- discern or, or choose how I'm going to learn how to think or who I'm going to learn from uh, intellectually in order to to grow in, in in the intellectual life. Yeah, I don't know that I have firm rules on on this, but just to reflect on it a, a bit together, I think part of it is that we can trust in divine providence mm-hmm. that the Lord, if we desire the truth, if we ask, seek, and and knock. Uh, that he will reveal the truth to us and and in concrete ways and and bring teachers and traditions into our life uh, across mm-hmm. our path that will open uh, a stream that, mm-hmm. that will lead us into a larger river of truth to borrow from a, a work sometimes attributed to, to St. Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so relying on, on divine providence, uh, asking, seeking, knocking uh, for the truth, and then looking looking around at the great intellectual traditions that are in existence right yeah. now. And there are identifiable streams uh, that one can can choose to to explore um, and ultimately can choose to be deeply influenced and informed by. Um, so you've probably uh, come across many of these uh, yourself and um, had to make choices about mm-hmm. who to read and, and who to listen to, not just to to gather more information, but in a deeper sense, who is going to shape the way that I, I do my very thinking. Yeah. And I think that is important that, that, that emphasis on, on being receptive and, and that to, to find someone or, or to, to, to follow a path in a certain way to grow. And that doesn't mean you're pigeonholed then into like, okay, I always have to think I'm, I love St. Thomas Aquinas. I always have to think like St. Thomas Aquinas mm-hmm. does, but that by following someone else's path, you are able to, to walk more confidently along the path as well. And I think the great, we were talking about this before, uh, I think the great, um, a, a great analogy for this is, is in writing, where, you know, when you start out in writing, you want to do something unique. You want to write the great American novel or something like that. As, as frequent podcast guest, uh, Father Alex Scott is currently working on he, his great American novel. It's a, it's a barn burner, but, uh, um, uh, and you think, okay, I'm going to do something unique and, 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 and fantastic. But usually if you look at the great authors, they didn't just start like with some flash in the pan, like amazing start. They started by imitating those who inspired them before them. And by doing that, it helped them to find their own voice and it helped them to understand the mechanics and the beauty and the art of writing. And I think it's the same thing with, with thinking and with in the intellectual life, that there is a, an art to thinking. And there are people who have been trained to think well, to reason well, to grapple with facts and truth and 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 arguments and 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 come to conclusions and who can do that in a in a in a in a kind of a a natural kind of way mm-hmm. and it's because they've been formed before and and so with a writer it's who are you reading who are the people that you're reading how wide and da- deep is your reading and how is that how are you internalizing that and then using that to your advantage when you write and then it's this I think it's the same thing with thinking that you know okay who am I reading what what kind of um philosophy or, or theology or even literature in my reading and how is that shaping the way I think and the process I, 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 I go forward with in my intellectual life. Yeah, and, and also to pay attention to what is a particular writer or, or thinker's way of thinking, how is that affecting the wholeness of my life? Yeah. Because our lives 
our lives are are one whole thing and and to be trained to think well by a, a great teacher will in normal circumstances have a way of of elevating and and improving and and raising our experience of of life in in many ways that that we couldn't even predict mm-hmm. it it opens our eyes to see truth and goodness and and beauty in ways that will enrich us and 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 make us more open and receptive to to these things yeah could you could you like maybe bring that down to even a more practical or 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 like tangible kind of experience the way someone who's listening to this is not just saying oh they're just too overeducated you know philosophically minded people like how how is that on a concrete level in someone's life i can give a personal testimony if that would be be helpful uh before i I entered seminary and then later was ordained a priest. I worked for uh, a while as an attorney, and it was a it was a time where I'd, I'd finished my formal schooling, and I was was working in a in a regular uh, mm. job in a, in a law firm, and I found myself still very hungry for for learning, mm. uh, for for education in a in a broader sense than my than my professional work was uh, was involving it, uh, on a daily basis. And I didn't exactly know what it was that I hungered for, you know, listening to, uh, you know, different you know, audio lectures. I think there people were still uh, checking out CDs from the library <laughs> at, that, at that time. Uh, and, and some good things. And you could get a sense of, of what was drawing, or I could get a sense of what was drawing my heart. And then one day, one day, uh, someone had recommended to me a book by a 20th century German philosopher named Joseph Pieper. Mm-hmm called The Four Cardinal Virtues. And I read that book, and the experience was something like being in, uh, I was working in Washington, D.C., so, you know, summer times are very hot and humid, yep. and, uh, uh, swampy, and uh, it was like being in a kind of hot, humid, jungly swamp, and all of a sudden having this crisp, clean gush of fresh air blow across my face. And I didn't know where it came from. I didn't know why it affected me the, the way that it did. But I knew that there was something very good and inspiring that I was encountering and that it had a source that I had not yet seen. But I knew that I wanted more of this. Yeah. And I wanted to follow it to that source. So for me, that was a moment that led me down a certain path of, of, of intellectual exploration uh, that that continues, uh, please God, to this very day. And so I can just offer that as a per- personal example that if if there are listeners who are are searching, who are hungry for for truth, uh, to pay attention, uh, to follow your nose, uh, mm. to pay attention to how things strike you in in a in a kind of rich holistic sense. Yeah, and I would I would add to that 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 the classics are classic for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. And that our common intellectual tradition of the last, you know, several millennia uh, is is a good place to start or to look. So finding the classics and saying, okay, I want to try and read this not just as a historical exercise, not just to look at this or read this because I have to, because, you know, we all should be educated and do this, but to really see, okay, what is it that they were tapping into? Why were they thinking the way they were? And how does that affect my life? And, And how can I learn more than just 
oh, this is what St. Augustine thinks about this, or this is what Aristotle thought about this, but rather seeing how they thought about it and how that kind of can shape my own life and my own way of, of perceiving things. Because Aristotle and Augustine lived human lives. Yep, exactly. And, and their, their, their great works express their humanity, and, and we can become kind of friends with them and get to know them through, through their works. Yeah, yeah. As, as my students like to make fun of me and say, all my friends are bound in leather. So uh, um, <laughs> it's, it's very true. Um, Father Christian, thank you so much for joining us on Catholic Bites. Great to be here. And if you thought that this podcast was a breath of cool, fresh air moving across your humid D.C. summer uh, or wherever you are in the country summer, then you could find more episodes at CatholicBitesPodcast.com or on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Uh, Catholic Bites is a production of Cast, uh, Catholic Cast Media. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, and God bless you.